This is Todd from the Junkyard Outreach. Welcome and thanks for joining me. For more information and episodes, check out junkyardoutreach.com. Racism from a Believer's Perspective, Part 4, Romans chapter 12, verse 18. If possible, so far as depends on you, live peaceably with all. Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Hebrews 12, 14. Try to be at peace with everyone and try to live a holy life, because no one will see the Lord without it. In my life, I've had the privilege of befriending and remaining friends with a lot of people. And I learned early on in life, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I was such a small kid, that I had to get along with people, otherwise I'd get my butt kicked. And so I learned how to get along with people. I wasn't bossy. I wasn't manipulating. I was a peacemaker, even as a small child. I just wanted people to get along. It bothered me when people argued. And I grew up in a home with arguing and fighting every night. When it comes to racism, in my life I've tried to continue that peacemaking effort. And God has given me success in that. And it came with a new heart, came with a new vision for what real peace is. It's not just getting along with people. It's actually loving people. It's actually caring about people. It's watching their backs in conversations behind their back. It's things like that. And we are called as believers to be peacemakers. And we're declared blessed by Jesus there in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God or daughters of God. You want to be a child of God, that's something that we need to take very seriously. So I wanted to share some things in my life that I've learned. Some of them I've learned the hard way. Actually, a lot of things in life I've learned the hard way because I have a thick head. But these are the things that I have found in my life that have helped me navigate through these rough waters of racism. And in my career, being called a racist is very common. I never treated people different. I treated people fair. But yet you still, because of the way you look, the uniform that you wear, the wherever you're from, you're going to be judged unfairly. And I've been judged unfairly a lot. You can't let that turn you into a person like the person that's judging you. Here's some things that if you are wanting to bridge those gaps between you and some other people of different races that I have found very helpful. Hopefully this can bless you and bless them. So here we go. If you are a racist, if that's in your heart and you think that way, then stop because you're selling yourself short of meeting a lot of great people. Remember the scripture, it categorizes people in three basic categories, the righteous, the foolish, and the wicked, not by race. And there are people of all races in all three categories. People are people. The second thing that helped me out, and I know this is kind of a stretch, but traveling abroad, living overseas and meeting a lot of people and just being immersed in different cultures really opens your eyes to the beauty of their culture and the arrogance of our culture. If you can't travel abroad and you live in big cities where there are ethnic parts of town, go there. Go visit. Go interact with the people. Go into their stores. You might be surprised that some may respond to you in a very positive way, and but make that effort. Don't pay attention to media. The media spends whatever makes them money and advances their particular political agenda, and that's both on the conservative and the liberal side. Don't believe everything you see in the media. If you know someone who is of another race, then ask them if they will teach you their perspective. Just ask them, say, hey, man, you know, I'm interested in learning about your perspective. Can you teach me? Can you share things? And when they start talking, keep your mouth shut. Listen to them and be prepared to be offended. But realize that if they really feel that way, that's a real perspective. 
you may think it's wrong, but that's the way they think. So be open-minded, be ready to be offended, and just say, okay, I'll think about that because maybe that is something that I need to address. Look for opportunities to show kindness to everybody and don't expect anything in return. If you open the door for somebody and they walk by and they kind of roll their eyes at you, and the next time you want to open the door, it's like, I'm not opening that door. Remember that last person did? Don't do that. Remember, God's love is unconditional and sacrificial. God sees what you do. So bless them and he will bless you. Question your own beliefs. What do you believe and why do you believe it? What is your basis for your belief system? As believers, I tell people all the time, study the scriptures, read. It's amazing how many people don't do that. It's like, well, how can you defend the faith that you claim to have when you don't even know what it is? Well, I didn't go to church, you know. Well, okay. There's a whole lot of cool stuff in the scriptures. As you read and as you dig in, man, you learn a lot. Then when someone asks you about your faith, you can say, hey, this is why, dude. And here's what the Bible says. This is my life. It's my story. Your testimony is powerful. But make sure you're questioning your own beliefs. Don't be afraid to do that. Realize your perspective is not only limited because you don't know everything, but it's also not shared by everyone. And many of those people that don't share your opinion are not necessarily wrong. So you may have a perspective. They may have a perspective. They may be completely right in the way they see things. You may be completely right in the way you see things. So you put them together, but you oppose one another. But when you hash it out, you find out, yeah, you know what? I see that. I can see your perspective. I get it now. And they were correct. They weren't trying to be obnoxious or anything. They just, you know, have their opinion. One of my favorite things to do is to eat. I love to eat. I love to eat at good restaurants and I love to eat at weird restaurants. People that know me know that. And in my career, they didn't like it when I picked the restaurant to eat at. It's like, come on, Todd, I don't want to eat there. That's weird. And I have found that eating at an ethnic restaurant, something way different than what you're used to, is a great way to be introduced to some different culture to learn some things, maybe to talk to some of the employees. It's a great way to bridge that gap. And it's really kind of non-committal because you eat and you can jet. You know, it's not a big deal. And you might just find some really good food too. A soul food restaurant opened up in my town and I went in when I was wearing my uniform and I looked at their menu and this young man behind the counter, he uh, prepared to take my order and I said, yeah, I'd like some fried chicken and greens. And he looked at me and he said, man, what do you know about greens? And I told him, I said, yeah, I'm cool, man. <laughs> I like greens. I like that kind of stuff. I love fried chicken. And he laughed at me and I ate my chicken and greens. I know what authentic Mexican food is. And it's not what you typically see in Mexican restaurants. Next time you go to an authentic restaurant, ask for some pozole, some birria, or some carnitas. That's where it's at, man. I can't do menudo, though. Sorry. I tried. Just can't do it. I've gutted too many animals in my time. Man, that smell just yeah, don't work for me, but I know it's very popular. I just can't. I met an Iranian guy one time, and we became not good friends, but just kind of social friends. You know, I liked the guy. He was pretty cool. He opened a restaurant. And so he said, you got to come to my restaurant. Okay. So I went there, and man, the food was amazing. It was awesome. And then he encouraged me to try some Turkish coffee. Now, I've always heard that Turkish coffee was really good, and so not much of a coffee drinker, but I did. Came out in a little cup, and I sipped it down. It was good. And then I kind of bottoms up the cup, and then I discovered there's a thick layer of coffee grounds in the bottom, and they slid right into my mouth. And then I tried to sit there and act normal with sludge in my mouth, but I managed to choke it down and didn't sleep for a couple of days. But beware. You might want to be careful when you're eating food you're not familiar with. For believers, go to different churches. My wife and I are the only white people in our church. You get used to it. I met this guy one time at a retreat, really a cool dude. He's a pastor. He's a black guy. 
and I really connected with him. We were had some pretty good discussions, and I really liked him. And so I said, hey, can I come to your church? And he goes, yeah, come on over. So my wife and I went in there, and there was 500-plus people, and we were the only white people in that place. And it kind of felt weird, but they were nice. They treated us nice. The singing, oh my gosh, it was amazing. You know, and that was a great experience with believers, brothers and sisters in Christ. But you got to overcome that tendency of avoiding places because, well, I don't want to be the only this in that place. Befriend other believers of other races and then grill them on their perspective and then pray with them. I need to know, man, teach me. That's where you're going to learn this stuff. These are some of the things in my life I've discovered help me to connect with other people who are different from me. And that's part of the Great Commission is to go out into this world and make disciples for Jesus. And that means being a light so that they can know Jesus, so that they can spend eternity in heaven, is to go out and do what God has called everybody to be. That is to be a light in this world. Do it. And most importantly, ask God to give you wisdom and to make you a light, and then do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. That works. If you're following Jesus, man, do it. Because the secret to overcoming racism involves each person individually. You may live in an area where that looks impossible, but it's not impossible for God. Just remember that everybody is accountable to God, and everyone who's a believer has the Holy Spirit to light up this world. That's how we overcome these things. And if your family, your friends, your neighborhood, your city, they don't want to get on board, there's a bunch of tension, be the one that crosses that line and says, look, I'm going to be that bridge. As Isaiah said, the repairer of the breach. Be that person and you will be blessed, and so will others. Thank you.